It's a star format, which stands for Situation, Task, Action, Result. For Situation, describe the situation that you were involved in. For Task, describe the specific action you took. A, describe the results of your actions. And R, is describe the skills and experiences that you have learned from this situation. This is Chan with The Plan, the podcast, a podcast providing career advice and easy, actual steps for frustrated professionals, helping you overcome career challenges so you stop feeling confused and defeated and start feeling focused and confident in order to excel in your career. I'm your host, Max Chan. Now let's dive into the episode. It's here. You have been applying to multiple jobs in the past couple weeks and finally had a recruiter reach out to you to learn more about you and see if you are a good fit for the role that they have open. If you want to speed up your learning curve and know what to expect in these phone interviews, then stick around as I will be discussing the ins and outs of effective phone interview preparation to help you get to the next stage of the interview process and help you get your dream job faster. The main goal in a phone interview is to showcase that you are the most qualified for the job and also have a genuine interest in the role and that you're not just applying to any job that's available in the job boards. Phone interviews are usually shorter than in-person interviews, approximately between 15 to 20 minutes. As a recruiter tends to have a set list of questions that they go through and they'll know fairly quickly if you're qualified to move forward in the interview process. When answering their interview questions, it is crucial to be clear and concise and use specific examples to illustrate your skills and experience. For example, if they asked you about your experience in Adobe Creative Suite, go in detail and talk about a project where you use tools in Adobe Creative Suite, such as Adobe Premiere or Adobe After Effects, where you use those two tools to help you create a creative piece of content for a client. The more detailed your answers are, the more data the recruiter is able to collect and the easier it is for you to build your case to convince the recruiter to move you to the next round of the interview process. One of the most popular frameworks when it comes to answering interview questions is the STAR format, which stands for Situation, Task, Action, Result. For Situation, describe the situation that you were involved in. For Task, describe the specific action you took. A, describe the results of your actions. And R is describe the skills and experiences that you have learned from this situation. As I stated earlier, recruiters tend to have a set list of questions when it comes to the first round phone interview process. And here are the five most common interview questions that you should prepare for. Tell me about yourself, why you are interested in this role, what do you know about the company, what's your experience in X, and what are your salary expectations? I've already addressed the salary expectation question in another video, and I'll put the link to the video in the description below. As for the other questions, I will address them more specifically in future videos, so make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out. Once the recruiter has gone through their set list of questions, the last question they'll ask is, do you have any questions for me? A common mistake that people make is not asking any questions at the end of the interview. This poses a red flag to the recruiter because a lack of questions from you shows a lack of interest because people who tend to be interested in the role tend to be more curious and want to ask questions to learn more about the role and company. There are plenty of online resources that you can Google to find the best questions to ask at the end of your interview. So I won't go into detail here. However, there are two questions that I believe that you must ask at the end of your interview to ensure you set yourself up for success. The first question is what are the next steps? This question helps give you a timeline on when you can expect to hear back. So if you don't hear back from them at that specific time, you can follow up without being perceived as being pushy. In addition, if you did well in the phone interview, the recruiter might actually reveal their hand and tell you detailed next steps. One example could be the recruiter believes that you're qualified and will speak to the hiring manager to schedule you for a proper in-person or longer interview. The other positive way that it will go is that the recruiter will schedule your interview right then and there. That's why it's so crucial to know what your availability is for the next couple of weeks 
to ensure that you give the recruiter an answer and set up the next interview right then and there. The worst thing you want to do is tell them that you'll get back to them because then there'll be a bunch of follow-up after. It's better to finalize the next steps when things are hot. The second question you should ask is, if I do get selected to move on to the next round of the interview process, what would the hiring manager or hiring panel be specifically evaluating to know who would be their next hire? This is a great question to ask because if the recruiter tells you details in terms of what they're looking for, you will know how to properly prepare and align your skills and experiences with what they're looking for in their next hire. For example, I had previously worked with a client that was interviewing for a marketing position. The recruiter stated that they are specifically looking for someone with extensive event marketing experience. However, in her previous roles, she did do a lot of event marketing, so we focused her answers on those previous roles. She, of course, got the job because she had a tailored strategy on how she was going to approach these interview questions, focusing on their event marketing experience, showcasing how aligned she was to the position and what they're looking for from a skill set perspective for a professional to fill that role. I always say the more customized and tailored your answers are when you answer the company's interview questions, the higher your chances are of moving forward in the interview process and getting your dream job. Once the phone interview has concluded, thank the interviewer for their time and reiterate your interest for the position and state you look forward to hearing from them in regards to next steps. If you do have their email, I also highly suggest you send a follow-up thank you email as well. It takes a few minutes, but it could mean a world of difference. To end our discussion on phone interviews, let's talk about logistics. First, find a quiet and private place where you will not get interrupted. Second, ensure you are in a place that has good reception. The worst thing that could happen is that you start answering an interview question and since you had bad reception, the call dropped. Now you're frantically calling back to try to get the interview back on track, increasing your stress levels, potentially throwing you off your game and finishing the interview strong. Number three, have a copy of your resume handy. The reason why you want a copy of your resume handy is that you can quickly reference it if you want to share a specific career example or if you blanked out, when thinking of an answer for an interview question. Number four is to use earbuds or headset. Not only do earbuds or headset give you better audio, both when speaking and when listening, it frees up your hand so you're less restricted. In addition, as I already mentioned, when phone interviews are about 15 to 20 minutes, I don't think you want to hold your phone for 15 to 20 minutes as your arm will start getting tired and then you'll start losing your concentration when answering their interview questions. And finally, have a pen and notepad handy in case you want to take notes. In summary, phone interviews are straightforward and are easy to pass, but requires proper research, organization, and practice. By following the tips highlighted, you will make a great first impression and drastically improve your chances in moving forward in the interview process. Best of luck in your phone interview, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here's three ways I can help you achieve your career goals for free. First, subscribe to this podcast as I post two episodes a week. Number two, leave a five-star review as this helps build the credibility of the show so we can gain access to more influential people to interview and bring those lessons to you to help elevate your career. And number three, connect with me on social media. There's a link in the show notes for you to click on that compiles all my active social media accounts, making it easy for you to find me and connect with me. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, Thank you.